Pickaxe. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the comfort zone where we, what do we do? What do we do, Kirsty? What do we do? We, we listen to our dreams and then we try and figure out what the heck is going on in our brains. That's what we do. What is going on? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> this week we're not working out what's going on in our heads. We have a new, a new brain to delve into. Another guest. Welcome, Becky. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm, this is my first ever podcast I've ever done. Oh my god! Nice. We are blessed. <laughs> we are honoured. So blessed. <laughs> How do you feel about? dreams becky do you like talking about them or is it a bit well it's a bit late now if you don't i'm very sorry (laughs) no sorry bye um no yeah i i love hearing about other people's dreams and talking about my own dreams whether they're like super crazy or like really boring just you know when you get those typical dreams where it's like oh yeah i dreamt my teeth fell out and stuff like that and i love trying to figure out why you had that dream (laughs) Yeah, I I had one of those dreams this week that was very unimaginative. You know, when you're you're like, you're stressed about something you're waking up for. So you just have a dream that is continually you waking up and doing the thing. And you do it like five Mm -hmm. times throughout the night. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Stop, (laughs) stop making me do it all the time. Yeah, I get that a lot. (laughs) I usually get that on a Monday or Sunday night till Monday morning until I have to wake up because I know it's a fresh week and I have to actually wake up early again. And yeah, 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 I've relived the same thing over and over. Yeah, I used to get that for work quite often. Mm. It's the confusing thing of like, how, did I wake up and do this? Yeah. Or did I, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell like what is reality as well. Like I've, I've had that in the past. I have a really vivid memory actually. When I was at school, I uh, had to bring something in for the teacher. She asked me to bring in my VHS of Muppet's Christmas Carol and I came in on the day that I was supposed to bring it in and everyone was like, did you bring the video? And I was like, what? I thought that was a dream. <laughs> did she actually ask me? I'm, I was convinced that I dreamt that, but sh- I didn't bring it. So <laughs> oh no. You do get those times where the lines blur. It's like we've said before, yeah. if you like wake up and you're a bit annoyed at someone and you don't know why, and then you're like, oh, 
wait, no, that was a dream, wasn't it? We didn't actually have a falling out or you didn't do this Mm -hmm. thing. It's just... (laughs) Oh my God, yeah, I get that so often as well. Like if I'm annoyed at my boyfriend or something in a dream, I wake up so annoyed and I know he hasn't even (laughs) done anything, but I still feel so annoyed the whole day for no reason. And it's so annoying. can't be as bad as there was there was that woman you were talking about a few weeks ago Kirsty, where she actually like left her husband for a few weeks because of something <laughs> yeah. he did in a dream oh, she just no. went back to her parents house <laughs> she dreamt that he did something horrible in in a dream and she she didn't talk to him she didn't tell him about it but she just stopped talking to him and then left <laughs> Oh my god. And he was like, I don't know what I did. And I think he ended up confronting her. And yeah, she said, like, you did this in my dream and I'll never forgive you. And he was like, it was a dream. I didn't do anything. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that must happen to so many people. Yeah. As long as you're not that bad, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so don't take it to that extreme. No, I usually I just get annoyed at everything and everyone that day because I'm just annoyed at everything even though it's like about one person in a dream everything annoys me the rest of the day yeah Yeah. (laughs) i i quite often have those dreams where i'm arguing with someone Mm. and i wake up just like how dare you (laughs) (laughs) how much stock do you set by your dreams like if you have a dream about doing something would it guide you towards doing it or do you just think like oh that's a silly thing like dreams lol or do you think they can influence your waking self sort of thing yeah i think it can sometimes depending on what it is you've dreamt about like i've had dream this is really deep but i've had dreams before about like getting married and stuff and in my dream it wasn't actually that long ago i dreamt about getting married in las vegas and now that's all I can think about in real life. Oh, <laughs> yeah. amazing. I've never even thought much about marriage in my life at all. But now I'm just like, oh my God, that'd be so cool. And yeah, now I can't stop thinking about it. And I dream about it quite often as well, because I think it's just in my yeah. it's in my head every day. Yeah. I wonder where that came from. It's like a literal dream wedding you could yeah. have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> amazing yeah i don't know where it came from i have i think i was just talking to friends one night and then that was where the dream started and then ever since then i'm like oh my god yeah that would actually be really cool (laughs) i guess that's probably one of those like self-fulfilling things because the more you think about it the more you probably are dreaming about it and Mm. then it is just gonna keep on like like a snowballing sort of thing yeah have you ever had a dream either of you that ended up coming true almost like deja vu but stronger like you have a distinct feeling that you've dreamt about it in the past. The only time I've ever really had that is the really stereotypical one where it's like, oh, I'm late. I've woken up in a panic and oh my gosh, oh no. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh no, it's fine. It was a dream. Oh no, I'm so late. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It's that brief moment of relief. And then it's like, oh no. But then I've had times when I've dreamt that I've woken up and I've been on time for something and then I've woken up and I have been late and I'm like why did you waste the time dreaming there (laughs) (laughs) just wake me up if you know yeah oh jeez I don't think I've ever had anything else sort of come true that I can remember no have you had that yeah I've had that a few times (gasps) what did you dream I think I might be uh I might be a psychic oh my gosh one time I went to a theme park with my family that I'd never been to before And we got to a certain ride and I was like, I've dreamt about this before. I've been here in a dream, which was really surreal. Um, Oh my gosh, I have 
I literally, I told you about in like the second ever episode. I just remembered. I oh, really? Did, I did. There was the whole <laughs> thing about how I dreamt they were going to make a film of the Rum Diaries. Do you remember I that? I can't remember and this. Johnny Depp was going to star in it. I dreamt that my friend told me about <gasps> oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it did. And then I went to my friend, they're doing it. And he was like, what is the Rum Diaries? And I was like, you told me about this. <laughs> I completely forgotten about that. Sorry. Yeah, no, carry on. I interrupted. <laughs> Amazing. I didn't want to get actuallyed by anyone listening to the podcast being like, well, actually, you uh, told actually, us that you did in our episode. You've talked two. about this in a previous episode. <laughs> That's going to happen a lot, okay? <laughs> All of our hardcore um, podcast fans that we have. Gonna... <laughs> oh, there'll be loads. Mom, are you listening? <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, I've, I've had dreams where I've like met people as well, and then I ended up meeting them in that particular situation the funniest one was that someone in my chat i dreamt about what their name was their real name and i was like haha i dreamt that this is your name and then they dm'd me like you just doxed me (laughs) dream (laughs) docs that was very funny but yeah it's weird like how the hell does it happen It's, it's just strange i guess i guess it's just coincidence but who knows it does make you wonder what is like I'm going to sound like I'm paranoid now, but what is going on in your brain that you're not aware of? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I've been watching Severance, truth be told, but I've also, it's been reminding me of when I was doing A-level psychology years and years and years ago, there was this study about this woman who she found out all of a sudden that she was like married and had a child and she knew nothing about it because she had, I guess is a like split personality. Oh yeah! Oh wow! And she just had this whole other life that, and that's what Severance was always reminding me of: is this case with this yeah. woman. But I wonder. Obviously, that is like an extraordinary case. But is there stuff in everyone's brains that's sort of ticking away? And is that what dreams are? Is that like the other side of it or something? I don't know. Yeah, I've gone deep. <laughs> I don't know if either of you have seen the new Doctor Strange movie. Not yet. No, I won't spoil it. But obviously, it's about like the multiverse and stuff. But basically, one of the things that they put forward is that when you dream. You're actually dreaming about mm. your other self in other mo- other uh, universes, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was cool. that made me think of um, when you said about split personality as well with Moon Knight. I don't know if either of you have seen Moon Knight oh, yet. Yeah, yeah, it made me think of that because yeah, he obviously just doesn't have a clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there could be a whole other part of your brain that's just not really awake i don't know there's just a part of your brain that just isn't really as active unless you're dreaming i mean most of my brain to be fair (laughs) (laughs) yeah me too yeah head empty it's so cool though it's so interesting isn't it every time we record i just want to go away and google all of this stuff (laughs) i just want to go away (laughs) i want to go away i want to leave i'm done see you just imagine if you found out, like like in the case of that woman, like imagine if when she was in her like other self, if she had a dream and she was just like, oh, that's so weird. I had a husband and a child, lol, sort of thing. Yeah. But, mm. Like, I wonder if there is crossover. Like in, like Becky, have you seen Severance? No, I've, I've heard of it, but no, I've never watched it. Oh, you've got to watch it. It's fantastic. The mm. premise is basically like if you could separate like your daytime self and your work self so you never had to think about like you know you leave the office behind as soon as you go through the door because it's they've literally like severed that part of your brain so it's separate Mm -hmm. but i wonder if those people would like obviously it's made up 
But I wonder if those people would, would it mingle in dreams? What if they had a dream about being in that office and they were like, oh, that's weird. I wonder what that yeah. place is or something. There is, I'm not going to go into it because spoilies, but they do touch on that actually in the series. And I think that might be something that they address in the next season. Oh, so that's something to think about. I, I'm on the Reddit. Every time I'd watch an episode of it, you I would go on the Reddit, Reddit and all. Of, <laughs> I know, and all of these people would be there, like, "Oh, I wonder if this is what's happening." Here's my theory on this, and I'm sitting there just like sipping my tea, reading all these theories, like, "Oh yes." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that is one thing that they they might actually go into. For context, Becky, a lot of Kirsty's dreams tend to be, I was on the caving Reddit and then I (laughs) I had a dream as I was falling asleep and then I had a horrible dream about caving. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, I I have dreams like that as well when I've read up on something or I've been watching something and then I have a dream about Mm -hmm. that exact thing that I've just watched or read. It's horrible. I do it all the time. I just, yeah. You need to make sure you read nice things before bed. Yeah. Just have like half an hour happy time before you, well, that sounds like something else. But doom scrolling (laughs) is so fun. I love reading about horrible caving incidents. (laughs) And then you get to lift them in your dreams. Oh. (laughs) You have that weird jolty thing where you're like, yeah, falling off a cave, off a cave, like down a cave or something. And then you wake up like, oh, and then it's, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. I get that all the time. What is that? Is it a hypnic jerk? It's called. What did you call me? <laughs> what did you call? Excuse me? Excuse me. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's called a, a hypnic jerk. Oh. So it is just that you've shuddered sort of thing. Because as a child, I was like so, um, what, what's the word for persuaded? I was so thinky sure. What is the word? Thinky sure. Thinky sure. <laughs> when you're uh, determined, oh my gosh, what is it? Adamant. When you're, oh, I think it's just sure. I was so sure. <laughs> I just added thinky in there. I'm so sure that that was you like getting up in your sleep and then flopping back down. Oh. I just thought I had actually fallen over sort of thing. But yeah. is it just that you've just sort of like shuddered a bit? I guess so, yeah. Because I just get it when I'm falling or I have I have the same dream over and over again where I'm going down a slide and then I hit the bottom and then it happens. Oh. <laughs> it's really weird. Apparently scientists don't know what causes hypnic jerks, but they reckon that it could be your brain misfiring a startle response by accident. Oh. So your muscles relax and your brain thinks you're actually falling. So it's like, <laughs> okay. So something like that. Like, it's just, just your brain panicking, essentially. It's like, oh, we're not falling asleep. We're falling off a mountain. Oh. That reminds me of the early Tomb Raider games where there would be like a certain buffer point where you would scream if you fell off a cliff because obviously some falls you could survive but then if you fell far mm-hmm. enough you'd get really near the floor and just be like ah yeah. <laughs> I was like were you not scared the rest of the time you were falling down you just had to get to that threshold yeah. so I guess it's like your brain doing that just suddenly being like whoa <laughs> yeah I guess so. that's so weird Oh dear. Well, shall we listen to your dream? Because you have recorded one for us. I'm very excited to hear it because I'm yes. nosy. <laughs> well, it literally goes... I like delving into the mind. <laughs> it comes from after watching things. I have lived what I've just watched. So oh. it works from what we've just been talking about. So nice. nice. Okay. Do you want to count us in? We usually do just a, a three, two, one, go. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one. Okay, so I have just finished watching P. 
Peaky Blinders, like the whole thing, in quite a short space of time. So this is maybe why I had this dream. And also I'm obsessed with Toby, Toby? <laughs> Tommy Shelby. But last night I had a dream that I was married to Tommy Shelby, but I kept losing my wedding ring. And it was really nice. I remember it was so detailed. It had like crystals in it. And then someone came up to me. I don't know who it was. It was someone from the Shelby family. It was like Polly or someone came up to me and said, oh, let me see your wedding ring because I think we'd obviously just got married or something. And I just could not find it anywhere. I started really stressing out. And then Tommy found out that I'd lost my wedding ring and my engagement ring actually at this point. It just disappeared off my finger. And I think for the majority of the dream, I was basically just trying to find out where my rings had gone and Tommy was just getting angrier and angrier as the day went on and so many things just happened just started happening and okay this is a different dream but also I, I was dreaming about Tommy Shelby again that I was with him what is happening is this is this a sign that I'm gonna be married to Tommy Shelby <laughs> I don't want that but yeah that's the dream I can remember it felt so real though I woke up and I was like oh my god is that my life? Because I don't know if you've seen Peaky Blinders, but I would not want that life at all. But I also do love Killian. I've forgotten his last name, but I think that's probably where this obsession comes from. So there we go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Amazing. That's Killian Murphy's character. That's him, yeah. That's good because that's the only person I know in Peaky Blinders. <laughs> that's the only actor I could name. So as soon as you said that, I was like, phew. <laughs> I've not seen Peaky Blinders, but my impression of it is that everyone's a bit like, what, you slag, I'm going to cut you. Yeah. Is that essentially <laughs> what they're like? That's perfect. Yeah, it's basically that. They're, from, they're just a gang from Birmingham. And yeah, it's the Shelby family that kind of run Birmingham. And... They're just horrible. They just kill people. They they like own everything. Everyone kind of just does what they say. Um, so that's why I wouldn't want to be in this family. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's kind of like the Sopranos of Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh. Yeah. But it's like a marriage again. Oh my god, I know. I don't know what's happening. It's it's just <laughs> on my mind, obviously, and I don't know what's coming. <laughs> marriage on the brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I was in a charity shop the other day and I happened to find a book that is called 10,000 Dreams Interpreted. And I've not, I've only looked at one page of it and it was a very strange page, but I'm going to look up marriage for the first <laughs> it time. It was the sexy page. I opened it in the charity shop and I just happened to open it on the sexy page. And I was like, <laughs> is this all sexy dreams? But it's not. I just happened to, I was drawn towards it. <laughs> This book is huge. Bernie whipped it out last time I was there and damn, that's a big book. Oh, wow. There's going to be a lot of interpretations. I mean, it, there's 10,000 dreams. 10,000. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot of dreams. Okay, so I found the marriage section. Ooh, okay. It's like a whole page. <laughs> to attend a wedding, no. To be wearing a wedding dress, no. Dressing someone else who is a, in a wedding dress, marrying a childhood friend, marrying a famous figure. Ooh. Okay. Because the human being is always looking for someone to compliment him or herself, to dream of a wedding can give some indication of the type of person we are looking for as a partner. <laughs> <laughs> we may dream we are marrying a famous figure, and again, the qualities of that particular person will be important. I mean, do you do you want to be a mob boss? <laughs> 
I don't feel like that's going to be an accurate thing because it, the thing it reminds me of is ages ago I read, I think I've told you this before, Kessie, but I, I read this article and it was basically talking about how if you dream about a famous person, it's more of like a representation of what that person means. So for instance, this was an old article, but the example given was if you dream of kissing David Hasselhoff because he was a famous lifeguard character, you may want to be saved from something sort of thing. Mm. So is there there someone you want killed, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have a very long list. No, um, (laughs) I don't know. No, I, I feel like it may be more related to stress side of it Mm. because that seemed to be the biggest part of it when I woke up I felt horrible I felt so like anxious and stressed out it wasn't it wasn't even the craziest dream I've ever had but I remembered it so well so I was like right I'm just gonna record it for you guys (laughs) (laughs) and yeah it was just the fact that I couldn't find it it was literally on my finger one second and then gone the next so I think maybe the marriage part was just in the back of my head because I keep thinking about that part of things and then the stress was maybe it's I'm kind of deciphering my own dream here but maybe it's like the stress of not actually this is getting deep again not actually knowing (laughs) if like partner wants to get married or not Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of it yeah I was gonna say like with the losing the jewelry and stuff it's obviously stress like that. We talk about stress dreams all the time because they seem to be the most frequent. Yeah. Everyone has stress dreams. We talk about jewelry dreams a lot. Like, Kirsty, you're always dreaming about jewelry, aren't you? Yeah. I often dream about jewelry, and my mum, particularly, always dreams about losing jewelry. Mm. That's her stress dream. She always has recurring dreams about losing rings and bracelets, and she'll wake up like, Where's my rings? Where's my bracelets? And it's like, No, mum, you haven't lost your jewelry again. <laughs> okay, so I found the wedding ring section. There's a whole bit that says, To dream of losing one's wedding ring would symbolize a problem within the marriage. So I don't think it's going to work out with you and Tommy. I'm very sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, what a shame. So sad. You have to find a, a different mobster to marry. <laughs> I wonder what it says about jewellery specifically, because I swear we've looked it up before because of you always dreaming about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have. You just have a look in your book, though, and see if there's anything new. Mm. What? This book seems like a bit of a downer, to be honest. Everything's a bit... Yeah, it does. <laughs> Everything's bad. Very sad stuff, yeah. <laughs> but no, I was going to say, like, what Bryony was saying about the qualities of the famous person you dream about, maybe it's, like, the fact that you wouldn't want to marry this guy. Mm. You are kind of like, yeah, no, I don't want to be in a relationship with this dude. I'm losing my rings it's stressful it's horrible this is a terrible situation I don't want to be here like it sort of adds up like if you had the ring and you were happy you'd be like oh yeah this is weird yeah that is very true when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Thinking about it, like you say about it being other stresses, I guess if wedding slash marriage symbolizes something you are like bound to or connected to or something, it could be that, you know, if there's a work stress, for instance, it's something you're tied to and can't get away from easily. And that is what's causing the stress sort of thing. I Mm. guess, yeah, I guess it might not be 
might not be Killian's fault after all. <laughs> it's true. Like at the end of the day, it might just, I mean, it might not represent anything, but it could be like a commitment. Like maybe you had something coming up at the time and you were like, oh, geez, I can't get out of this. I've got to do it. Or I've got to go to work on Monday, like something like that. Yeah, you know? it could have been anything. Yeah. I, when did I record that dream? Let me scroll up and see. So what date was that? The 20, oh, it was a Monday. So I would have had it on the Sunday. Ah, there we go. So it could be work just like, because yeah, I have like, stressful dreams on Sundays all the time and I think we had just finished watching the final episode of Peaky Blinders yeah so obviously they're going to be the most prominent people in my dream and (laughs) I just know Tommy Shelby was just horrible in those I mean he's not very nice the whole time but he was extra horrible throughout those episodes and I think that's just what yeah just a mixture of Sunday evening the dread of Monday and just stress, overall stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, work commitment, marriage yeah. commitment. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. See, we're getting good at this, Friday. <laughs> yeah, you are. I found a section on jewellery that says, this is a bit more positive this time, thankfully. Nice. When we feel we know what we are looking for, we are aware on some level of its value to us or others. When we simply register that we are looking for jewels, sometimes up a mountain or in a cave, we are attempting to find those parts of ourselves that we know will be of value in the future. Oh, okay. So, That's interesting. I don't know what it means, but it sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I'm going to take that away with me and just pretend oh, it could be to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> what jewels did the ring have set in it? Because there's literally so many listed. This goes over like two pages, this old jewellery oh section. God. <laughs> it was quite a gothic one. I, I'm pretty sure from what I remember, there was a ruby in there. Ooh. And there were some like crystals on either side. Oh, it says ruby informs on emotions, passion and sympathies. Hmm. Interesting. So there you go. You were emotional about Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I passionately don't want to have to get out of bed and go to work. (laughs) (laughs) Relatable. Or it could even be because I go to the gym every Monday morning and I think that that could have been it as well. Just the thought of having to get up early Mm -hmm. to go to the gym. Just gross. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so interesting, though. Like having a dream about something that sort of simple. And the fact that it could potentially have that much meaning. It's just, it's just mm. so interesting. Like, yeah. Man, dreams are so weird. Like, where do these, where do brains come up with this shit? Oh, I know. <laughs> I remember I used to, going off topic a bit, but I had this recurring dream from when I, I feel like I was about five years old until mm-hmm. recently. And I dreamt it was Peter Pan. You know, um, Peter Pan from, uh, um, Peter Pan, oh my God, hang on. What's his name? Jeremy Sumter. I think that's his name. From Peter Pan, like the real life one. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I loved him so much when I was younger. <laughs> and I used to have a recurring dream that I was on Captain Hook's ship and he was coming to save me. Oh, I had it so, like nearly every night for a, about maybe a week and then it disappeared for a few years and then it came back again. It was really weird and I have no idea what that meant either. But yeah, I just, I seem to have a lot of dreams that has a famous person in that I obviously fancy at the time. And then... <laughs> just either really nice to me or really horrible. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, like, he came and rescued you from Captain Hook's ship. Did anything else happen? Like, 
or was it just that and that was it no that was it yeah and then sometimes it would morph into a completely different dream which I had a few times and it would always come straight after this one where I'm trying to run away from this massive like Godzilla creature in um in a city somewhere mm-hmm. and I can't run fast enough and then I just wake up because well I heard you can't die in dream well in if you die in dreams you die in real life but I don't know <laughs> if that's true <laughs> That's it. They always cut off at just the right moment so you yeah. don't die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate the not being able to run away dream. I have it all the time. Yeah, I've had that quite a lot. And I'm quite lazy in real life. So I'm like, come on, dream me. At least you can run. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I tend to, I think I've talked about this before, but I tend to have dreams where I'm trying to fly but I can't fly properly rather than running, which is really weird. Oh. I sort of just drift rather than flying and then end up falling back down. Yeah. Oh god. I I think I've had the running dreams too. Mm. I guess the Peter Pan thing is probably again it's probably just like a situation or something or like a stress and anxiety that you want to be rescued from. Mm. Yeah. And we're all dreams just various levels of stress. Is that what stress? We're- <laughs> yeah, that's what we've discovered. They be. are all stress dreams. Yeah. And they're always the ones you remember because when it's a nice dream you forget it as soon as you wake up. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, it's it really is. Like every single person and we talk to on this podcast they've they've all had some sort of stress dream mm. except maybe Rithian did Rithian have a stress dream? well he <laughs> just had his dream about not being able to set his computer up for playing oh yeah there we go Carbon yeah. Boy the video oh, yeah. game <laughs> that was his stress dream that's yeah that's stressful that's the Rithian version of a stress dream is looking through Reddit trying to find the the correct settings for, for the game <laughs> <laughs> amazing I'm glad I'm not the only one who dreams about Reddit Oh, I have dreams about streams going wrong all the time as well. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. We we talked about this with Lydia briefly as well. Um, I think just as a streamer, like having stress dreams and having stream dreams just go hand in hand. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Have you ever had the dream where you are suddenly live and you hadn't realised and you have to like switch on to that mode? Yeah. I've had that before or I've had that typical one. This sounds so dodgy, but like like you are in a classroom and you're just naked suddenly. I've had that, that I'm live on Twitch and that's happened. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be banned for life. This is everything. <laughs> Everything's over for me. Let's hope this isn't one of those ones that comes true. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that would be horrible. Yeah, see, I've I've rarely had like dreams where I've ended up naked in front of people, but you have before, haven't you, Brainy? But you don't care. Yeah, I said like for for most people, the naked dreams seem to be an anxiety thing. Whereas I'm always just like, oh well, just and then I'll just carry on with the dream, which is so strange because it's not like I'm like a like a confident person in real life who's just like you know I would not be like that if that was real life. Yeah, but in dreams, I just don't seem to. That's the one thing I seem to have freedom over. <laughs> it's so weird. Just really chill. Just like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. This is me today. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine then. Yeah, I've, I think I've said before, I've had a dream where uh, I dreamt that my Twitch got hacked oh. and somebody was streaming some really dodgy stuff on it. And I was like calling my mods like, you need to shut the stream down. I can't do it. I'm, I'm, I've am I'm, been locked out of everything. I need you to go onto my Twitch and shut everything down. And it was so stressful. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that sounds horrible. 
See, oh. recently I was we were thinking about like what we could do for future episodes and I was thinking, oh yeah, we could do like a nightmares episode for Halloween. But truth be told, every episode yeah. is turning into a nightmares episode. They're all a nightmare. <laughs> oh, well, I'm watching Stranger Things at the moment. I'm not going to say anything because I've only watched the first episode of um, the last one that just came out but mm. um i know for a fact that that is gonna give me nightmares so i'll just <laughs> record it just in case you do a, a halloween special <laughs> yay see i've nice. heard this again i've not seen it but a friend said to me i watched the first episode and it's so much scarier than the previous ones yeah. and i'm dreading really? it because stranger things has always been that sort of thing that i'll say to people oh my threshold is like stranger things so if it's like that i can watch it if not but now they've moved the goalpost now they've made it scarier <laughs> yeah this is by far the scare i've only seen the first episode though so it probably gets even worse oh, but no. <laughs> it's scary like i love horror films and stuff so i'm okay but like my boyfriend he just doesn't really find them interesting so i'm like oh my god please still like stranger things yeah <laughs> because there's there's a lot of blood in the first episode and it's oh, just really? like Whoa, oh blimey. where did that come from man i might have to start watching stranger things <laughs> You'll be back on in a few weeks, just like, so I was married to the Demogorgon and... <laughs> yeah, literally, that he ripped my heart out or something. He couldn't find it. Uh... <laughs> he ate my hands, so I lost my rings. <laughs> I don't know oh, if I've oh, ever geez. had a dream about being married to a famous person. I had a bit of a raunchy dream years ago that was specifically about Alan Rickman in Robin Hood. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know why. I, I don't know. I don't even remember Robin Hood. This was like years after I'd seen the film. And then I woke up just like, why? Where did that come from? <laughs> That's so strange. Oh I, I had one. I had a risque one about Bam Margera from Jackass. Oh my once. god! Oh my god! <laughs> and then I I started being obsessed with him in real life. It's happened a few. Like I've had some like other risque dreams about other famous people and then after that i end up just like googling them for ages just <laughs> to see yeah see what they're like in real life and then i get obsessed with them for like a week and then i'm like oh why did i have that dream in the first place this is weird that's the thing it's the self-fulfilling thing again isn't it because if you like you saw like bam and you're like oh that's a bit of a right and then you dream about them you understand it that way around but the other mm -hmm. way is yeah. just like what triggered that in the first place <laughs> yeah yeah, for yeah sure. I, i've no idea i remember i was on holiday in spain so there's no way anything could have triggered it to be about bam yeah. there <laughs> god i rarely have any raunchy dreams i think i've only ever had a couple i'm not gonna go into them <laughs> <laughs> they about me <laughs> oh you got me you got me free <laughs> I think the only one I can remember was Gerard Way. <laughs> okay, oh, fair nice. <laughs> Oh, dude, that was great. That was, that was good fun. Good fun. That was good fun. <laughs> Just waking up. Thanks for that one, Brain. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Brain. <laughs> Cheers. But I've, I've never had a dream where I've been married to someone, I don't think. Not that I can remember anyway. Mm. Yeah. I've um... never dreamt about marriage, which is interesting. I suppose you have to, Bryony, because you are, in fact, married. It is in the marriage <laughs> certificate that if you're married in real life, you're married in your dreams as well. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> no more of those Alan Rickman dreams for me. <laughs> Erase them. Alex storms in. Yeah. Kicks Alan Rickman out. <laughs> 
think who he played in. What was he? Was he the bad guy in Robin Hood? He was. Yeah, I think. I think he ends up getting spoilers for a very old film, but I think he gets killed in the end. <laughs> yeah. Is he the um? What do they call it? Like the mayor is or the, something? Is he, is he the sheriff of Nottingham? Maybe. Like, is he the baddie? Yes. Le, why is it in French? Le sheriff. Le, Le sheriff. <laughs> Yeah, he is the sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, I mean there is something about Alan Rickman, though, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm not going to go he's into loved. it. He's, he is loved. He's <laughs> very, very charismatic man. Yeah. Well, oh, see, this reminds me. Um, Alex and I recently were talking about Sean Bean because I remember him always being seen as like you know a sexy man, but I feel like I've never seen him in that way. And is it a generational thing to think he's a sexy man? Yeah, maybe. Mm. I've never yeah. really. Is it one of those all the mums love Sean Bean? Yeah. Sean Bean. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and all the millennials love Alan Rick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alan Titchmarsh as well, apparently. Oh no. Apparently they had to like I can't remember if they had to put it away or clean it a lot, but apparently his um figure in Madame Two Swords was always getting covered in <gasps> lipstick from people kissing oh, him. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Alan Titchmarsh. Alan That's Titchmarsh. so random. I, I saw him driving on the motorway once. Did you kiss him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through Come the window. Back, Alan. <laughs> yeah. I chased him to his destination. Alan, I dreamt about you last night. Please come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm probably going to tonight. Oh, sorry. Now. Enjoy. <laughs> To all the listeners out there, if you have any dreams about Alan Titchmarsh tonight, please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about his water feature. <laughs> I wish he'd come and redesign my garden. <laughs> I remember when I was little, was it Ground Force that he was on? Yeah. And I didn't get why people, like everyone fancied Charlie Dimmock and then you, you get a bit older and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> braless gal. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> My mum used to. This is really random. My mum used to work at a motorbike place, and where I'm from, Charlie Dimmock was from around there as well. And she did her CBT where my mum worked, so she met her a few times. I wonder if she was wearing a bra there. <laughs> <laughs> to protect them when, <laughs> when you're riding on your bike. Yeah, they'll be flying around everywhere. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I think, I think post-pandemic, I heard this, bras are going out of fashion. Bras are like a boomer thing now. Oh, my gosh. Thank goodness. Finally. Thank, thank God yeah. for that. Finally, a trend I was ahead of. <laughs> as soon as the pandemic broke out, I was just like, burn them. Burn them now. Burn them all. <laughs> yeah. Get to the point where I'm like begrudging if someone wants to go out or something because I'm like I just look at a bra and I'm just like you. <laughs> yeah, we meet again. We meet again. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just for like leaving the house if I have to go into the office to stream or something. Oh that's God. about it. Because otherwise, I'm just like nah, nah, yeah, <laughs> don't need it. <laughs> Let them free. Yeah. What if you were riding on a motorcycle, uh, Brownie? Would you? Consider it then. I've never been on a motorcycle. Are they particularly like? Do they? No, me neither. Do they jiggle you? Um, I imagine they're fairly smooth rides. Are they? I I don't know. Imagine like. Ha ha ha!
broken imagine, her, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> imagine you were driving in a car and you had the windows all the way down, except that wind coming through the windows was all over you. Everywhere. That's what it would be like. I wonder if if your boobs would behave. Yeah, they probably would just stay flat against you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> We've gone so far off topic. <laughs> Boob dreams, anyone? <laughs> Boob dreams? <laughs> Should I look up what it means? Because like months ago, Cassie and I got shown this world map that showed the most common dreams that had been Googled for every country. And one of them, it was it was somewhere near Greece. One of them was just breast. And we never looked at oh, yeah. one. Like pretty much the rest of the world was snakes, teeth falling out, fear and spook. And then there was just this one place that was like breast. So I wonder, I wonder what it means. Yeah. You better find out. I think there are going to be a lot of people dreaming about breasts when they listen to this podcast. So you may as well yeah, preemptively figure out uh, why. <laughs> uh, oh, there's there's three different sections uh, to breasts. Considered to be one of the most often dreamed about parts of the body. Oh. It is the symbolism of the nourishment and love belonging to motherhood that is most often understood. It then says, for a man to dream of breasts usually indicates his unconscious connection to the mother of the nurturing principle. I don't know what that means. It's going to go to Oedipus, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> yay! It always, it always does. <laughs> Always does. Well, intellectually, we deny the need for mothering or smother love. <laughs> That's in inverted commas. Smother. Psychologically, this need surfaces when we are under stress and usually become and usually comes up as the dream image of breasts. So you're lucky that Killian Murphy didn't have boobs, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Alan Titchmarsh is going to be Alan Titmarsh yeah. tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> Alan Titmarsh, yeah. <laughs> and then it just says motherhood, protection, and love. So that's nice. So they're essentially nature's stress balls. Yeah. yeah. I can get behind that. <laughs> This was a segue I thought of a while ago, but it's gone completely (laughs) off now. It's now not connected. Do you prefer your dreams to feel like they do have some, like, do you like waking up and being able to think, oh, I dreamt this because this and get some sort of clarity to your subconscious and your thoughts? Or do you prefer when you wake up and you're just like, that was wild. I did that. Like I went to space and I don't know, made a new species of kangaroo or something like which are you happier waking up from? I don't know. I think it depends on the dream. If I think I can like decipher it, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Google this right now and just see what it means. But then if it was something to do with like traveling to space with making a kangaroo, I'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> that, that, just, that doesn't mean anything. And then I'd just be like, okay, I'm just going to get on with my day now. <laughs> I think personally for me as a very indecisive person, I like it if I feel like I've made a decision without having to. So if there's something I'm sort of thinking about and then I have a dream about it that's very one way than the other, I'll wake up and be like, okay, I've made a decision. I didn't have to actually do it. Thank you, subconscious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think I prefer my dreams to be like a bit wild. I like waking up and thinking about the whole sort of fantasy aspect of them and being like, oh, that was really fun and interesting. Mm. I, I think I had a dream once where I was on a big ship and it was flying through a city. It was like a big cityscape and it was just flying through it and there were a bunch of us on it. And I think we were trying to find these big glowing orbs. It was almost like a game. And yeah, that was really cool. And it was really colourful. And I don't doubt it meant anything, but it was a cool dream. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I, yeah, I like that. I like being able to wake up and just be like, that was fucking cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like having an outlet for dreams now. Like I like that I'm in the habit of recording them mm. and talking about mm. them because I've always known so many people who are just like, I don't want to hear about your dream. Stop talking to me. Yeah. Now we can just talk about them into the void. Just pay your fare and get on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I enjoy recording them and talking about them because I, I find that I remember them more as well when I do yeah. that. I mean, although I'm glad we've got you here this week, Becky, I'm glad I've got you anyway, but <laughs> I've had so many dreams this week that have just been ones you've woken up from and been like, oh, I, I don't want to think oh, about yeah. this dream again. <laughs> Yeah, same. I think that's just been... Well, wasn't it like Mercury in retrograde not that long ago? And that week, my dreams were so messed up. I was like, I wish I could talk about these, but no, I just can't. I'll be arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is that sort of scary feeling if you wake up from something and you're like, oh my gosh, is that going on in my head? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's happening I never think about these things in real life. Why is it like when I'm unconscious that my brain goes crazy? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Dear, oh dear. Well, thank you so much for being on our podcast, Becky. It has been a delight. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was really fun hearing about crazy dreams and, and telling you mine, which wasn't really crazy, but it was interesting to find out what it could have meant, definitely. Yeah. Well, we've planted a few seeds for some crazy dreams to come up for you soon, so you have to <laughs> yeah. let us know if any of those grow. <laughs> oh, I will. You'll get a message from me tomorrow morning. <laughs> can't wait (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for joining us it's been lovely yeah thank you so much becky do you want to do a little bit of self promo where where can everybody find you if they want to find your content and yourself i am on twitch.tv slash becky boom b-e-k-k-i yeah i'm there monday tuesday wednesday 8 p.m streaming oh nice yeah that's that's where i am nice well thank you so much for joining us do we have a question we've not done questions at the end of oh we haven't done a question um is there a celebrity you've ever dreamt of a famous personal character but keep it pg for the comment section yeah (laughs) yeah awesome thank you so much for listening everyone thank you becky for joining us and we shall speak to you next time thank you thank you everyone bye-bye for now bye-bye bye-bye